What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Look, you know what it is. It's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. It's a wonderful Tuesday. You know, hopefully you had an awesome day. Hopefully your day is going to get better. Hopefully after you get done watching this, listening to this show, your day is definitely going to get better. So, again, it's your favorite credit hero, Ronnie Francois, on the Credit Lab podcast. This, this topic for this episode is lack of credit financial awareness in schools. That's right. There's a lack of financial awareness in schools. And then we also have a very, very special guest on this evening, like we do every other Tuesday. So right now, we're going to do the intro, and we're going to get the show started. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? You know who it is, Ronnie Francois, the credit hero, your credit hero, the credit guru, you know, whatever you want to call me, the magician, I don't care, just whatever type to give me, it's all good. Again, tonight we have a very, very special guest, Trishy Marie up on here with us in the credit lab, chopping it up. And the topic is lack of credit financial, finance awareness in schools. That's right, the school's not doing it, so we took it upon ourselves to do it. Again, my very special guest on this episode, Trishy Marie. How are you doing this evening? Hello there. Thank you for having me, Ronnie. I'm honored to be on your show. Hey, you're welcome. But you know, again, like I was telling you, you know, with the sound check, you know, I didn't just randomly just pick you. You know, I mean, I know like thousands of people. I mean, I literally connect with like thousands of people, like 30,000 people. I hand picked you. So um, that definitely means you must be doing something amazing. Something super fantastic oh. out there. So uh definitely, you know, definitely it's, it's good having you on here. So again, like I said, I know you, I know you're an entrepreneur, you got businesses, you got nonprofit, uh, you're doing a lot of stuff in the community. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience, our listeners, just tell them about you. First of all, I want to say thank you because um, I feel super special that you handpicked me. Um, so thank you so much for having me. My name is Trish Marie. I am a certified life coach, but also an entrepreneur. I do a lot of things. There's just different layers to myself. But right now, what I'm focusing on is um, really spreading love, but also awareness when it comes to mental health. I also have an annual retreat that I host every year called Soul Sisters Retreat, which you can actually find on YouTube right now if you look it up, Soul Sisters Reality Show. I turned it into a reality show with the intentions to spread awareness of mental health and healing the journey of it. Each of us have a different story, but the pain is the same. You know what I mean? So what I did is um, I brought women from all over into one house and they were open and transparent to share their healing journey with us. And I recorded it to really spread a message to show the community, the black and the black and brown community that we can build each other up. We can be there for each other. So um, the show really emphasizes on sisterhood, you know, lifting each other up, but also um, healing, healing generational curses, healing trauma wounds. So um, it's an amazing thing that I'm doing and we are on season three. So if um, anyone is interested, we do have some slots open this year. We're doing it in Orlando, Florida, May 18th to the 21st. So DM me. My Instagram is at Trishy Marie. But yeah, right now I'm really focusing on spreading awareness with mental health all the way around. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, again, you know, I hand selected you because you're definitely doing some amazing things. You know, your community, 
uh, through United States, and congratulations on that. And you know, just uh, the awareness piece is very, very important. And that right. kind of brings us to the, that brings us kind of bring us to the topic: the uh, lack of credit, financial finance awareness in schools. Uh, because back in the day when I was in school, I mean, I won't tell nobody my age. I mean, I guess like <laughs> I'm a hairline. I don't have no hairline. You can tell them up there, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, we learned about the Pythagorean theorem, all those sentences, we dissected frog, we do make big cookies and pies at home, Mac, but nothing about credit and financial literacy. Right. Uh, and, you know, I went to high school, nothing. Then I went to a couple of different colleges, nothing about credit and financial literacy. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. We learned about everything from here to like Mars, Pluto, and Jupiter, and all the other planets, but nothing about credit and financial literacy. And that's how, you know, I got into it. I started writing books because I felt like it was a lack of it. So why do you think the school system, even colleges don't emphasize on credit and financial literacy? Well, that's a great question for me. I'm just gonna say this, I'm a deep person. So I feel like it's a little bit deeper than what we think it is mm -hmm. um, as far as like a systematic programming. Um, because if you notice, you have certain schools where the districts are financially well off, you know, the demographic, you know, the community is wealthy where their schools do provide, you know, courses that teach kids what the, when it comes to mortgages and, you know, and credit. But when you think about mostly the, the, our community per se, um, we don't have that, you know, where, like you said, we have different classes um, that really, you know, don't get me wrong, math, literacy, um, writing, all of that does play a big part in what we do, right, in our day-to-day, -day, but there are certain things that we don't use. You know, um, as far as credit, that is power. That is power, you know, knowledge is power. And I think, um, for me, like I said, it could be a little bit deeper in a sense of holding people back. You know, if I give you all of this information, would you be a worker? Would you be um, in this position that I need you to, or will you be yeah. financially? wealthy um because we all know like i said knowledge is power um and with power you can do a lot right so i think it could be um let's see knowledge definitely is power i personally think it could be a little bit deeper as far as keeping the community in a certain position where they can't excel um but i think it's people like us that can change that you know, we can change that in an aspect. I don't want to continue looking at the problem, but the solution is that there are people like us that are spreading knowledge into our communities and are, are people like you who are author who are like, okay, here's books that give, I give you all of the knowledge. Everything that I accumulated within my years is in this book. And if you actually read and take notes, you can implement it into your life. So I think it's just important that if you know better, do better and also share, you know, I it's my pet peeve when people are so smart and they have all this knowledge, but then they mm -hmm. hold it within themselves. I'm like, what is that good for? Spread it. So then that person can spread it and can be like a system where that's where we can get the message. Just kind of like TikTok in a, in a sense, things go viral and people pick up on it quick. So if yeah, we just yeah. spread these positive message and awareness when it comes to credit, I think we could change it, you know? Yeah, let's. there is a problem where it's not being taught in the school, but people like us can really make an impact. Yeah, I agree with you, you know, knowledge is power, but you know, something that's more powerful than, than just getting the knowledge is applied knowledge. So again, all this information is out there, you know, um, you know, like I said, Congress, they put these laws in place 
for example, to protect us as consumers, but we're not taking advantage of it. So yeah, of course, one of the information, one of the issues being able to access, tap into that knowledge. That's why, you know, I, I made my eBooks for like, uh, I think like $4.99, but if somebody don't have the money, I'll just send it to them. You know, the paperback is only like a couple more dollars if they don't have it, I'll send it to them. But I can, you know, I could send out books from now until like the next 30 billion zillion years. If nobody's applying the information, it's not really going to change their life. So it's very, very important. Once they do get that knowledge, they apply it. So what is one of the toughest challenges you think people face when it comes to credit? Um, I think it's just the lack of knowledge, to be honest with you. Like, I know how you're saying, like, the information is out there. And it is. A lot of information is out there, not just in the credit field, right? But I think a lot of the time, it's just people don't know. You know, people don't know that it's out there. It's just a simple bringing it, bringing awareness to it. Like, hey, did you know that there's, like, uh, programs that will help? And they're like, huh, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think it's really just lack of knowledge of not knowing that it's out there. And like you said, you know, you do have to implement it. Yeah, you can study all day, but if you're not actually putting action towards it, it's not going to change anything. So um, for me, in my opinion, like I said, it would be lack of knowledge because I know a lot of people just don't know. It's not that they're not willing to um, put action towards it. They just don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. So what age did you... Did you learn about credit or start learning about financial literacy? Honestly, late in the years. I'm 33 years old, so I would say my late 20s. Mm. Um, I, you know, I come from an Afro-Latino background, so it's something that in my community, in my, in my household, I know my mom would like emphasize like credit's important, credit's important, but never really explained why, you know, mm. or like the the necess the necessary actions that I need to take. You know, it was just kind of telling me it's important, but I, for me, I'm a, I'm a type of person, I need to know why I need to understand it all the yeah, way around. Um, and also, like I said, in, in my school, my school system didn't really talk about credit. They didn't really talk about mortgage. Um, none of the things that I really need or how to file your taxes, you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, and I grew up in, in a, like in a suburban area, but still it wasn't, the school wasn't teaching what really, what we really needed. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, you know, it was one thing, you know, to tell somebody, you know, do this and do that when it comes to your credit. But this is also another thing to explain to why they should do it. Like, for example, like my oldest brother, um, he, he has an awesome credit. I remember when he was young, he used to always say, like, pay bills on time, pay bills on time. Like, I just thought he was just nagging. I'm like, yo, why is this dude like tripping? Like, yo, get off my back. But if he had took like a couple minutes to say, hey, look, your payment history is th your payment history is 35% of your credit score. Mm -hmm. Your credibilization is uh, is 30%. Then that would have made a little more sense. I probably would have applied a little bit more. So you're right. You know, um, when it comes to teenagers, kids, instead of just saying, do this, do that, if you kind of like explain it to them, you know a little bit better it's so yeah, true i have two little ones and you may hear them in the background but i have two little ones and it's like as a parent you know i can tell them not to do something all day but they're going to continue if they don't understand why you know mm -hmm. so it's really just like having a clear understanding and um for me growing up that wasn't that wasn't something that i was aware of until i fumbled <laughs> till i fumbled you know mm -hmm. and then i'm like excuse my french but oh you know, I have to figure this out because you realize there is a sense of power that comes with credit too. 
and um, there's so much you can do. And then you start to realize that a lot of wealthy people don't even use their money, you know, and that's why they say wealthy. Yeah, right. So it's just, you know, I think it was trial and tribulations for me that really led me to understanding credit. And still to this day, you know, we we had conversations where you've taught me things where I'm like, I didn't know that, you know, but every day I'm taking in new new knowledge. But that's why it's so important. If you are knowledgeable in a certain field or department, spread it, you know, go on social media, um, Mm -hmm. do quick reels, just spread the awareness of knowledge because it dies with you if you don't do anything. And I think for me, most importantly, I feel like we have to leave an impact with whatever we do. Even if you're an everyday person, like leave an impact with everything you do. When it's all said and done, what did you really leave here in this world to help yeah. others? Yeah, you're right. Because at the end of the day, you know, when we go on, you know, because eventually we all have to go on eventually. It's part of life. Right. You know, people, you know, I mean, they, they might not always remember what you said they will always remember what you did. Or, so that's, that's very, very important. Your legacies, your action, that's, that's what really matters. So, so what, what would be like two, two credit tips that you would pass down to the next generation? If, you, if you're talking to like your younger self, like it was like right in front of you, what mm-hmm. like two credit tips would you tell your younger self about credit? Okay, I would say <laughs> when you get a credit card, don't be quick yes. to max it out. Don't just think you could just spend everything because I did not know that you get penalized for actually going a certain percentage over, right, of spending. So um, I didn't know that. But I also, for me, I, I knew that I, there was a hack where um, I learned to make two to two payments within a month. Um, and that really helped too. So th- those are the two things that I would say had helped me in a sense of like realizing that, I think they say it's, don't quote me, I'm not a credit guru like Ronnie, but I believe it's like, don't go over 30%. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Okay. So those are the two advice. Like I said, I'm not Ronnie, I'm not a credit guru, but if I can give my younger self advice and anybody who is, you know, just getting into credit, maybe just got your first credit card is don't go crazy. Okay. You're going to regret it because eventually you got to pay that back. (laughs) So. And you're actually right, because um, thirty you should never go above that thirty percent. Um, but of course, if you take it down to maybe like ten percent, fifteen percent, the lower you take it, the the better increase, the better your score is going to get. That's very very right. important to mention that. So we're about to go and take a commercial break because we got bills to pay, and we'll be right <laughs> back. What's up, y'all? It's your girl P with P's Intuition here on the He Said What Network. Join me each and every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time for your spiritual guidance, spiritual clarity, and intuitive oracle reading. All right. See y'all. Peace. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's going on? Again, it's your favorite credit hero, uh, Ronnie Francois on the Credit Lab, chopping it up with Trisha Marie. If you're just tapping in, we're watching the replay, you listen to it live, definitely appreciate you. And so, uh, again, definitely thank you for having, for being up on here tonight. We definitely appreciate you. So, again, so the topic is lack of credit finance awareness in school because, again, the school system wasn't doing it. And when I realized they wasn't doing it, instead of me crying, complaining, blaming on the white man, the Chinese man, the Asian man, you know, on the trees, the earth, the wind, the fire, the boogie man. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me just write some books. You know, because like I said, at one point, my credit was kind of jacked up. It was so bad. I used to hope somebody would steal my identity. That's how bad it was. But 
<laughs> they didn't even want to steal your identity. No, they they said, no. like, Let's go to the next like, person, huh? Yeah, they were like, they, they were like, man, that thing is trash. You know what I mean? So like, you know, and it was kind of bad though, because what it was, I was in a relationship, and the young lady I was with, you know, like it was like a long time ago, whatever. Like she's like, actually like clown me, but I didn't. Really, I thought she was clowning, but she was actually trying to help me. She said, "Look, you got the worst credit I've ever seen for a black man." Like, I'm like, "Yo, what the heck? Why is she saying that to me?" But like, instead of me taking that as like, you know, I need to work on it. I, I got in my feelings. I'm like, "Yo, she just whining, nagging, complaining," and I kind of ignored it. But now that I look back at, you know, years ago when it happened, like, I, there's more actions I could have took, you know, to fix that, to work on that. So again, you know, credit is something that's important. That even though the school's not doing as parents, you know, you know, just everybody else as a community, we have to educate our kids because it starts at home, to be honest with you. Because right. even though, you know, we send the lack of education in school, but it really starts at home, kitchen table conversation. Because, like, yeah. if you go, if you go certain races, certain neighborhood, like, they talk about credit. Um, hey, hey, thank you, Mike. Thank you. You saying a great show. Definitely appreciate you. Um, they talk about credit, talk about money. Because I remember when we was young, we never really talked about credit like that. We talked about everything else, you know, what was on TV, <laughs> the favorite team, whatever case might be, but credit is not, we never talked about. So again, it starts at home. That's where it really starts at. So of course, we can't put some of the blame on school, but then it starts at home. So tell us, you know, two facts about you that nobody knows, just two facts. Okay, two facts about me that nobody knows. Well, I don't have to be like top secret, you know. Um, I mean, one thing about me, I'm super, super sensitive, super sensitive. And I think that's why I am the way I am when it comes to always helping people, because I, I think I'm super empathetic. You know, I really feel I connect to people when people share their stories. I don't just, you know, listen and have a judgment. I actually feel what they're going through. So I feel like I'm a, I'm really... Um, an empath, you know, someone who really connects with people. Um, so that's something about me. I'm a crier. So I'm sensitive, very, very sensitive. And also because I'm sensitive, I deal with other people in a sensitive manner, you know. Um, let's see, what else about me? I'm also goofy. You know, I have a goofy side to me. So I can be super, you know, spiritual and serious. But at the end of the day, I am very silly. Like my husband always says, he's like, I wish people could see this part of you. But I'm like, no. This is more for, you know, people that are, you know, close to me because I feel like energy is sacred and, you know, not the whole world doesn't really need to know everything at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on it. It definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, again, you know, just the fact that you're able to feel people, be able to feel people's emotions and feeling, maybe that's why you're so good at making a positive impact. You're able yeah. to help people because you have amazing nonprofit too, right? I believe too, right? Yeah, yeah, so Soul Sisters is a nonprofit, and what we're doing, like I, um, for those of you who are just tuning in right now, it's a retreat that I host every year. Um, I bring women from old. Right now, it's specific for women, but we do want to expand. Um, I do have the Brothers Retreat in works, and that's for, um, it's all men. It's a men's retreat because what I really want to emphasize in the community is also that men, you matter. You know, your emotions matter, and. There is in society, we see men as these providers, they're strong, you know, don't show emotion because you're weak. But what does that really do to a human being if you really can't let go of energy that's been just bottled up within you? So 
we I have the female retreat, which is the soul sisters, and this is for healing sisterhood, but we are working on doing the same exact thing for my fellas because I know I got a lot of DMs. They're like, okay, this is cool for the women, but what about us? And I'm like, no, what about you guys? You guys do matter. And I do want to focus on that. So we do have the brothers retreat coming up and that will be focusing on brotherhood also, but healing, healing, it's so important for us to heal so we can step into the best versions of ourselves. You know, um, there's, there's a lot of trauma that holds us back, you know, people in general, in general, human beings in general. And when we let go of that trauma, we're able to walk in our purpose. We're able to really inspire the world and touch the world and just do things that you probably never thought that you were capable of doing, you know? Um, But those are belief systems that we created and things that happened from our childhood. So, you know, I really think it's so important for us to sometimes just stop, look in the mirror, you know, when you said it, you said it too, Ronnie, we have to take action, right? We can, yes. we can uh, study all day. I can give you all the tools when it comes to healing, but if you do not implement it or take accountability for your life, it's really useless. So it's really taking accountability for your life and what you can do better. What do you need to work on? What do you need to let go of? What is no longer serving you? So that's what my nonprofit focuses on mental health awareness because it is super, super important to really spread the message because we have people that are committing suicide just because they have no one to speak to. Yeah, exactly. And that's definitely amazing that you're doing for the for the women. And that's a good thing you're doing for the fellas too, because you know that as men, you know, we have feelings, have emotions too. Um, right. that's definitely good kudos to that. And like Thank I you. said, again, you definitely always doing something for the community giving back. So um so let me ask you something. If you became a billionaire overnight, how would you change the world? So I love that because there's this famous quote that I always go by. I don't know who who actually wrote it, but it says, if you were a billionaire, would your world change or would the world change? And mm-hmm. I always answer that question, the world would change. Because for me, it's not about, I'm not materialistic. Once upon a time, I used to be, but I grew up and I realized that has no relevancy for me. So for me, it's not really about you know, big chains, big, you know, it's about making sure my family is good, right? But actually using that money to change the world. So I would actually create my retreats to be something that there's a community there that it's not just annual, it's everyday community where I can help women that are struggling, families that are struggling, single fathers that are struggling, where you need to get your mental right, but financially you need to get back right. So these programs would be, I already have it planned out. So, you know, it's already in in, in my long-term goals where these programs will really help people get on their feet and there would be a community also. So for me, it would be really just taking that money and investing it back into the community. And also the children are so important. They're our future. So really having programs, like you said, with taxes, teaching them about taxes and credit, um, teaching them about mental health, Mm -hmm. teaching them about meditation, because I think we are on this fast pace every day, social media, the TV, the tablets, the distractions every day, but we have to really focus on ourselves and sometimes just stay still and silence ourselves. So um, just breath work. There would be so many things that I would do, so many (laughs) things, so many things. So ideally the world would change. I would definitely leave an impact because I'm already doing a lot right now. And this is just my money invested and I'm not a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? So 
I can't imagine, I can imagine what I would do with a billion dollars. It would be amazing. Amazing. Well, well look, you know, because you're already like wealthy already. So we're going to speak into existence. You're going to become that millionaire. You're going to become I love it. Yes, yes, yes. You know, words have power. So, you know, we won't, we're going to look at like the checkers are in your bank love account. Love it. This is way to be clear. Yes. You're not like going to check us for days, take like a couple months. We already stuff. are. But you know what I was saying. I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to explain to you yeah, that yeah, what yeah, I'm exactly. doing right now currently. Yeah, but I'm but I, yeah, but I'm just putting that positive vibe out there. You know, love way, it. Maybe it's I come receive it. I receive it. Hey, like you know what? Everybody's going to become billionaire. You know what I mean? Billionaires. You, you, all of our listeners, the producers. We, look, we're all just millionaires about that. Yes, I love agree it. On that, you know, look, I ain't gonna preach in that, but I'm just saying we're gonna just uh, touch and agree. But sometimes people don't realize like your words have power. They do. Um, they do. I have a, a quick story, like like a long time because I, I always have stories from a long time ago, right? Um, when I used to open my mailbox, it would always be like bills in the mailbox, mm. like, collection letters, and I'm like, I would go to the mailbox. I'm like, oh, it's another collection letter, it's another bill, it's another mm. bill, another bill. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do a test on myself. Instead of me saying it's another bill, another collection, I'm gonna say it's a check in the mailbox. And you know, I felt kind of silly just saying that, but I'm like, I, yeah, I was fake doing the mind. it. I was doing it like you know, six months went by, and there's no bills, and I, like, another, <laughs> I think like three years went by. I think I don't know the exact year. The next thing you know, these these random checks start coming in the mailbox. Like you know, it wasn't like no million dollar check, but like fifty here, twenty there, a couple hundred, like different stuff. And, you know, just from me speaking it, you know what I mean? Because that's how the universe works. Like, you speak something long enough. You speak it into existence. It might take years, but it actually does work. I'm looking right. forward to that. Um, I mean, I wish I could say the same thing about my hairline, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 Hey, that million dollars, pay for a hairline, okay? I mean, we look, I'm not getting I can't do the I can't do the two pay with the glue stuff. I, I can't really do that because like I start getting a little scuff or somebody pull that wig off. Man, you know it looks really crazy. Well, listen, they got uh, so many different options nowadays. Like I, mean, I see, I like men have lace fronts and everything. So I, I can't I can't do that. Let's say like me and my son we scuffling and then he's like, you know, give me like a nugget or something. Like no, nah, I just can't take that chance. Now I was thinking about doing like the hairline tattoo, but then. That, but then that I realized that I look just awesome without it. So I'm like, forget that hairline. I don't need it because I mean, like, I mean, I'm already a 10. So I get that hairline. I'm mean, like 11 or 12. So I'm just like, you know. I'll He's be, like, I, I don't want to do too much, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need it already. So, <laughs> so just tell us. Um, I know you say you got the event coming up next. So what else is next for you? What else are you working on? So I actually have a podcast that I host on IG Live called- Yeah, I think Let's I subscribe to it. I think I subscribe to it, I think. Yeah, yeah, so it's on IG Live. We go live. It's called Let's Talk About It. It's myself and also a health and wellness influencer, Sabrina mm -hmm. Dawson. And basically, we have amazing chemistry together. Like, we always have these deep conversations, and they're so good. And we're like, why are we holding this, like, to ourselves? Let's talk about it on IG Live. So that's the name of it. Let's talk about it. We have different topics. Tonight, I will be live on IG Live at 10 p.m. We have a special guest who is um, an author, but also a juice therapist. She went vegan and lost like almost like 100 pounds. Like she mm. is doing her thing. And we're going to talk about health and wellness and how that is so important, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I have yeah. the podcast. I have the Soul Sisters Retreat. I also have the Mind, Body and Soul Accountability course that I host. And that is via Zoom on Wednesdays and Sundays. 
And basically, this course is just to keep you accountable in life, making sure mentally, physically, spiritually, um, all the way around that you are taking care of yourself. And it's a support group where there's other people. And, and this course is not just women. It's men and women where we um, have a telegram where we chat and we chat, we, you know, check up on each other, making sure that we're good. What did you eat today? Did you meditate? How's your mental health going? Let's talk about it. Are you stressed mm -hmm. out? Just giving people a safe place to really express themselves because I know it's really hard. And I know this firsthand to, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell your own friends or family members what you're really going through because there's so much judgment out there, you know, and it's, sometimes it's just so much more comfortable to talk to a stranger or somebody that's across the country. So this is what this accountability course, you know, we're from all over the world. Right now I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so we're from all over the world and we come together and we take accountable accountability for our lives, you know, just want to be a better person. It's a lifestyle. It really is. It's just waking up every day saying today I'm going to be better than yesterday. What did I learn from yesterday? You know, being, being accountable for your life. And once you choose to be accountable for your life, there's so many life changes that happen for you. Positive Absolutely. ones. Yeah, so I, I have totally that. Um, I also host meditation every morning at 8.30 a.m. via Zoom. And breathwork is so amazing. It's life-changing. It changed my life. I used to suffer from depression. And I noticed that I wasn't really breathing the right way. Mm. You know, and um, it was a life-changer when I started to meditate. I, I started to really get ideas. I started to realize um, there was a lot of repetitive thoughts that were really um, self-sabotaging. And like you said, we speak a lot of things into existence subconsciously, not even knowing and not being aware of it. So meditation helps you have awareness where you're realizing, what am I saying? Am I speaking bad? Like you said, am, am, am I being negative? Am I speaking mm -hmm. negative words on, upon my life? Because it does eventually manifest, you yeah, know? So. so I'm definitely glad that, you know, you're in like a better place now. And not only a better place, but you're also making positive impacts. So that's super, Thank super you. dope. Also, tell our viewers and listeners, how can they get in contact with you if they want to sure. reach out to you? Okay, so you can find me on IG at Trishy Marie. You can also find my work on YouTube. I have some guided meditations there. I also have some songs that I created that are aligned with everything I do, you know, positive, feel-good music, but also uh, there's some songs that you could actually meditate to that actually turn into a meditation. So you can find me on YouTube, Trishy Marie. You can find my reality show on YouTube as well called Soul Sisters Reality Show, or you can find us at, um, at Soul Sisters Retreat on IG. And basically, honestly, I'm not even trying to like be cocky, but I'm literally the only Trishy Marie out there. So if you search me up, you'll find me. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie, so much for having me a part of your show. I appreciate it. Well, again, well, thank you. I mean, and like, you know, thank you for being on here again. Everybody give it up to Trishy Marie. Remember, she said she's the only one out there. So, like, hey, <laughs> I like five billion people. She is the only one, the only original. So, definitely appreciate you being on here. Definitely appreciate everybody that was on here, watching live, listening to her live. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Again, you might have amazing credit, or you might have a niece, nephew, next door neighbor. Because one out of ten, one out of one out of six Americans have a, a credit score under six twenty. One out of ten don't even know the credit score. So, there's definitely a need for the credit hero. And also there's also a need for Trisha Marie service. Again, thank you. God bless. Appreciate everybody. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.